What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. As a professional motivational speaker, Nancy can assist you to blow through your setbacks and start living full out. If you have an inspirational story you want to share, email us at connect at livingfullout.com. Once again, here's Nancy. Hello and welcome to the Living Full Out Show. My name is Nancy Soleri and today we're going to be talking about how accepting guidance can move you forward. Sometimes it's hard to ask for help and hard to be even given advice. You know, we don't know if we should take it or not take it, but sometimes that can get you out of a place of feeling stuck and into action, which is a large part of what it means to live full out. So I also want to make sure you stay with us because in our next segment, we're going to be joined by our inspirational guest, Teresa Kluver, who is going to talk to us about a lot of abuse that she went through but more so how she identified different personalities. She calls them parts within her. So it's a really interesting story and will kind of educate all of us on on her condition. Also, we want to make sure that you are inspired even beyond today's show. So if you want to go to the app store, look for the Living Full Out show and we can keep you motivated at the gym or in the car. But most of all, it's all about you getting the advice that you need so that you can thrive in life. Now, I'm getting word from our producer that we do have a listener on the line. We're going to go check in with them. Hello. Welcome to the Living Full Out Show. Oh, hi, Nancy. My name is Jean, and um, I do have a question for you. Yes, how can I help? You know, ever since the COVID started, I was very active, and then time went on, and we weren't doing as much, and now um, I've kind of lost my momentum in getting out there and traveling or doing activities and and it's um I want to be active but I just can't seem to make it happen. What what do you think when you when you see something come across your computer and uh, something you could go do or when you know something's on a calendar and you're in the back of your mind trying to decide hmm, do I want to do or not what really holds you back from saying yes? That's a good question. I just uh Oh, maybe next time I'll say mm-hmm. that myself, and mm-hmm. uh, then I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, that phrase a lot of us are saying right now, like if you're trying to lose weight, you know, I'll start tomorrow, maybe next time, right? But if we uh-huh. learned anything about the pandemic, we learned that there may not be a next time. We learned that. Oh, that's always true. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, we also learned that there was peace in being still, kind of locked up in our homes, but there was also kind of the the, the feeling all stirred up inside, wanting to go do something again, get back into life again. And at the end of the day, if we don't have the guarantee of tomorrow, and sometimes we even have to play a trick with ourselves, it's kind of like that song, by Tim McGraw, Live Like You Are Dying. And there's many, many different songs like that. 
rather than looking at life infinite, whether, whether, rather, rather than looking at it like I can do it tomorrow, you really got to look at, I want to maximize today. Not in a way that's going to exhaust you, you know, physically. Right. But right. what can you do today that's a little bit more than you did yesterday? So literally, right. literally, whatever you did yesterday, you want to consider all of that. But what would be something more you could do? And every day, just have it be a little bit more. Now, let's say you do have a really busy day. You, you almost overcommit. It's okay to have a day of repair the next day, but you got to find some balance. And what does bring you the most joy? I mean, if you, if you have so much time to spend, who do you want to spend it with? What do, what do you want to learn? Well, I really enjoy being with my friends. Mm-hmm. I would like to travel more, but I just haven't really, uh, you know, with the airlines and everything going so crazy, I, who wants to fight it? <laughs> well, have you put out to your friends who would like to take a road trip? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. have not done that. Right. Now, uh, I, I'm, I'm putting this out there to you because... If, if the block is an airline, then go another direction. Go with a car. Mm-hmm. And if the block is the car, let's say it's gas prices, then go with something like a walk or go do something that's an adventure in your local area. But it's interesting right. because I am going to guess that there may be other people who feel the same way as you. And maybe you can be that person that spearheads, hey, does anyone want to take a road trip? Uh, Hey, I was thinking I found this really great uh, opportunity online. Would anyone like to do this? And who knows? You may get one person that says, yeah, count me in. Uh Somebody has to be the leader. You just have to decide are you going to lead in your life? Are you going to follow? And my guess is right now, you're following. Mm -hmm. So if something happens to be there and you happen to want to go, then you go. But I'm guessing many of these things that that you've been going to, have other people planned them? You've just decided to say yes or not? Uh-huh, yes. Okay. Is. So maybe switch up the energy and actually put yourself out there just that much further and lead something. So lead mm-hmm. an excursion. Lead a game night. Lead a par- a pool party. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that level of c- commitment is scary, but that level of commitment is going to get you into action. Because right now, it's too easy to pass. It's too it easy to say, maybe to maybe tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Is that something you can try? I will try. I will try to do that, yes. Okay, let's go <laughs> one step. Be, let's go one step be, beyond try. <laughs> if you were going to lead 
and toss out your hat to, to friends about doing something, what would be one thing you'd like to do? Well, I um, was thinking of inviting different friends out to lunch because um, I want to connect with them. So that Okay. Is Perfect. So today, find that venue. Today, pick three dates. And today, send out the emails. Mm-hmm. And then you will feel like, you know what, I I took action. I led. And maybe, you know, whenever that comes together, you'll be able to sit at that lunch table and say, I did this. I did this. I'm back. (laughs) Can you do that? Right. Yeah, I I can do that. Okay, cool. All right, send me the invitation. I can't wait for the lunch. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You got it. Bye-bye. I love that she asked that question, right? Because when we're talking today about accepting guidance so that we can move forward, this is a perfect example, right? When a listener like that calls in and they're able to get the advice, take that action step, put together a lunch, now she's moving forward. And sometimes we get in our own way. I do that too. You better believe it. I got life coaches of my own. I got my go-to friends that I turn to when I feel stuck When we're stuck, when we're in our own way, when we're, you know, saying to ourselves certain phrases like, I'll do it tomorrow, maybe next time, you know, we're not really being our best friend. We're not really giving ourselves that room to run and that room to gobble up all what life has to offer. We really have to find a way to turn to support. And maybe that is a friend. And maybe it's not. Maybe you have certain friends that only take you so far. Maybe you're that free spirit that wants to try something new, but everybody else may not be their thing, or you're the adventurous soul of the group. It might mean that you need to open up your friendship circle and actually look for more friends that kind of bring out that adventurous side of you. So don't feel limited that your friendship circle are the only friends that you can ever hang out with. You know, I always say um, I'm always accepting application for friendships. Also, be willing to put yourself out there and and be in circles of people that you don't know. I I know you've heard me talk about it all the time, meetup.com, a great social online group. I go to things all the time on my own and I meet new people. So the moral of the story is we want to get out there. You want to be thriving. That is what it means to live full out. Now, make sure to stay with us. We're going to be coming right back with Theresa Coover, and she's going to be talking about her journey with DID, which is Dissociative Identity Disorder, and all the abuse that she went through and how she got through it. So I'm Nancy Soleri. This is the Living Full Out Show. We'll be back. Life looks a little different. During these times, we're doing our best to keep our minds and bodies strong. And getting a flu shot helps us stay healthy, so we don't miss out on what matters. Like having game night at home. (coughs) Yeah, can't do that while sick with the flu. 
Now imagine family movie night that your daughter can't live without. Well, that's ruined. And don't forget your uncle's socially distanced cookout. <coughs> See? That's why it's important to be at our strongest. Every year, millions of people in the U.S. get the flu. Especially now, no one has time to miss out on moments that matter. So get your flu shot. Find out more at getmyflushot.org. Brought to you by the AMA, CDC, and the Ad Council. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> Just a little heads up before something bad happens. Move your coffee cup away from your computer. Oh, no, 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 no. So you can have more control. Stop. You're texting your boss by mistake. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Warning, the cap is loose on that catch-up. Ugh. Don't wait. You have the power to change the outcome. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Watch out! You got me! The galaxy is safe once again. In the pretend universe, kids play with pretend guns. In the real world, it's up to us to make sure they don't get their hands on a real gun. If you have a gun in the house, keep it locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager. Learning the lingo. Today, I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying 
totally just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. As a life coach, Nancy can teach you how to stay strong under pressure and work through challenges you face. Being legally blind, Nancy inspires others to be resilient in overcoming obstacles and live full out. You can ask Nancy for advice in your life on relationships, finance, business, health, and more. Just call in at 800-333-0001. Once again, that's 800-333-0001. Now, here's Nancy. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Nancy Soleri, and this is the Living Full Out Show. And today we're talking about accepting guidance, how that can move you forward. And that's so important because sometimes we need to be led. We need people to give us advice, to to point us in the right direction. And we have brought you today an inspirational guest who has really let the guidance of mentors and teachers and therapists and even her own instinct guide her along and she is truly living full out so i'd very much like to welcome theresa kluber to the show hi thanks for having me oh theresa you are just truly a special spirit and i i just can't wait to jump in i am sorry though for everything that you went through because i know that you know, you grew up in a family where your father worked a lot, and your mom, she had her own addictions and was oftentimes either angry or wasn't there. And your twin sister and you, you know, you were daddy's girl and she was mommy's girl. And it was just a very chaotic time, even having two brothers in the house and, and even there's elements of abuse with regards to them. But what I find is is so, I guess, heartbreaking to me is that when you were around 10 years old, you know, you started to be abused by your brother. And this was someone that you should feel safe with. In what way did he abuse you? He abused me both um, emotionally and physically and then also sexually. And also sexual. And I know as we go down through your story further, there's parts of that your memory has blocked. But I would imagine, you know, that made it very scary to be at home. And your brother didn't just abuse you himself, but he actually took money from friends so they could abuse you. And I'm just wondering, how did you ever sleep? Did you like sleep with one eye open? Did you ever feel like you could let your guard down inside your house? Or were you only your safest outside the home? Um, I was definitely safest outside of the home. I found school to be a very safe place growing up. But in regards to my brother, I wasn't aware of those um, memories until Mm -hmm. much later in life. Mm-hmm. So I felt like this like icky feeling around him, like something wasn't right, that I was supposed to be scared, but I wasn't sure why I was supposed to be 
scared until a much older age when the memories were um, shown to me. Mm-hmm. Well, your father, unfortunately, again, really the love of your life, uh, passed when you know you were fourteen, and that was a very devastating, devastating loss. Um, and so here you were with your angry, absent mother, your abusive brother, but even more so, your mom's ex-boyfriend, he also assaulted you at 15. What happened there? Yes, he would um, come into my room at night and molest me while my mom was in the home with us, too. Um, my mom was made aware of it and just didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, because you're such a sweet person. I mean, really, you're a super good apple. Um, I know in prior conversations I've told you that. And I think maybe that kindness that, uh, you know, was preyed upon, obviously. Um, You were surprised, though, at 16. You had had irregular periods, but you then started to have a lot of bleeding. What happened to you at 16 that... You know, even into your adulthood, you've had to grapple with. Yes. At 16, um, I was raped by a brother's friend, and I was aware of this memory. Like, I remember it happening and everything in the moment. Um, And then the next couple months, I just didn't get a period. I didn't think much of it because at the time, I also had an eating disorder, so my periods were random at best. Um, But then I started bleeding very heavily went to the ER, and they told me, um, I'm sorry, you lost your baby. Um, I wasn't sure what they were talking about at first, but I found out that I was pregnant from the rape that I had experienced and then also had a miscarriage from that. And and, and I I know at that time, I mean, that's a, I mean, I've had five miscarriages myself. I mean, that's a devastating loss. And even what, even though you weren't expecting it and even though it came from a rape, I know that that was really hard on your heart, and you thankfully around that time, although your home felt unsafe, school was safe, and you had your basketball teacher who was a science teacher, your English teacher, a social worker, and you were actually really well-liked in school. You were busy. You were a good student. You were, you know, uh, you know, an athlete. You were doing a lot of different things. But you were given the tip that you could leave home at 17. What was that? Yes. um, My high school social worker, along with um, other individuals at my high school, did some research. And it was at the age of 17 in Illinois, where I lived at the time. Um, You could leave your home at 17 and be considered a legal adult once you leave and not be considered a runaway. My mom always threatened if I left the home that she would report me as a runaway. Um, So when we found out that information, I left the house at 17. Well, and I know you went and stayed with your aunt. And uh, how how was that peaceful? What is that like for the first time to sleep in a bed where you're safe? Oh, my gosh. I don't even know if I have the words to explain how it felt. Um, It was marvelous to be able to feel safe in my aunt's home in a home um also to be given a bed um the last couple of years i lived with my mom i didn't have a bed so to have my own bed was one thing but to be able to sleep in it comfortably at night knowing that i wasn't going to be armed was a whole different feeling of sort of like euphoria hmm. 
Well, I mean, that's uh, what a gift after all that you had gone through, because truly all those triggers, all that abuse, and and even your mother's ex-boyfriend who abused you, all of that finally spiraled to where you had a suicide attempt. And you did that at school, unfortunately. Where did they send you? They sent me to a state facility um, because I was 18 and I didn't have insurance. A state facility was all I could go to. I was the youngest person by 20 years um, minimum at the state facility, and it was just a very scary place to be when I already was in, like, a scary mode of just life. Well, and, and you know, the, the great thing, like I said, you're not only a good apple, but you're smart. They wanted you to sign paperwork to stay there, and you're like, I'm not signing. I'm not staying. And uh, that was really wise that you did that. But more so, where I want to come pick up our interview shortly here, we're going to take a break, is what I appreciated is that you went out there and you really looked for therapy. You looked for support. And so, you know, everybody stay with us because I want to share with you more of her story. But as we go along with today's topic, if you're having suicidal thoughts, if you are feeling alone, if you need support, I want to make sure you call a local hotline or call us here at Living Full out so we can, you know, give you that comfort, those resources. I'm Nancy Soleri. This is the Living Full Out Show. We'll be right back. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. In the gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... Is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. I'm Nancy Soleri, Certified Life and Business Coach. I want to invite you to the Personal Development Boot Camp. During the boot camp, we're going to be looking at taking those insecurities that you have and getting rid of them. We're also going to look at ways in which you can thrive and live a life full of purpose. Go to livingfullout.com forward slash boot camp, livingfullout.com forward slash boot camp to sign up. I believe in you and here's to you living your life full out. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, 
You won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Seven million children suffer from asthma more than any other chronic disease. Most asthma attacks are caused by allergic reactions to allergens, including those left behind by cockroaches and mice. In fact, 82% of U.S. households contain mouse allergens, and cockroaches are found in up to 98% of urban homes. How can you protect your family? Find out at PestWorld.org. A message from the National Pest Management Association and the American College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it twice a day. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it in the morning and before dinner. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it, and share it with my doctor. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Now that I know my blood pressure numbers, I talked with my doctor. We're getting those numbers down. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Learn more at manageyourbp.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. With Nancy's expertise, you'll learn how to embrace your potential and strive for success. If you have a question or need further support, send us an email at connect at livingfullout.com. Now, here's Nancy. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am Nancy Soleri, and today we're talking about accepting guidance so that you can move forward. And we're going to be continuing our interview today with our inspirational guest, Theresa Kluver, who is very much sharing with her from her heart, her experiences, and and they're really hard ones to talk about. So we really celebrate her honesty. And, and Theresa, welcome back to the show. Thank you. And, and I, I want to touch on, you know, the different therapies that you went through because, you know, after that state uh, institution that you went to for a brief time, you knew that you needed help. You knew that you were self-harming. Uh, you also potentially had an eating disorder. 
and you found yourself going to uh, one facility and then another facility, a total of three. And for our audience members that are listening, you know, if somebody is feeling uh, suicidal, if somebody is feeling like, you know, they're, they're, they're going to harm themselves, what should they look for in a facility? Because you've actually been to several of them. You know, what should they have in that facility to know that it's the right one? Um, yes. So after my suicide attempt, I went to three different facilities, like you said. Um, I really looked for a place that could handle my mood disorder, my self-harm, um, my eating disorder, and my trauma. So looking at places that treat like the whole person instead of just one disorder was what I needed. I needed that holistic um, wraparound approach. So I chose to go to Timberline Knolls, um, which was a local facility in Illinois um, for residential treatment. So that residential treatment um, is where you stay there 24 hours and live. Um, it's not, a, it doesn't seem like an inpatient hospital setting. Um, it's more of a, it, it's still a locked facility. It's not a come-as-you-go facility, but it's not that hospital feeling. But I like that there's options. And again, you really have been through several different ones. And so uh, I, I wanted to ask you that question because you could speak truthfully about what to look for. Now, I know that, you know, you eventually graduated from, from high school. Uh, you went to college. You wanted to be a social worker. And you were the first in your family to go to college. So congratulations there. Um, but through you had a car accident and that it caused a devastating injury. You were fighting this eating disorder, you know, because you couldn't physically work out. I mean, you just went on to have more and more years of insecurity and anxiety and suicidal thoughts and eventually, you know, you were working with a therapist and you, there was a day when you went to your computer, which was super, super, super password protected. I, I really admire that. But what did you find out that day? Yes, I went through my computer to look through journal entries that I had typed up on my uh, computer. And I found out that other people had been written, writing in my journal um, which was impossible because, like you said, it was super, super password protected. There was three different passwords that you had to write in in order to get through to it. Um, I took those journals to my therapist and had told her, someone. it looks like someone else is writing in my journal, but I know that's not possible. I think I might hear voices in my head or something. Um, and my therapist was like, yes, that's called uh, dissociative identity disorder. Um, short for DID, also known as multiple personality disorders, that we think that you might be diagnosed with. This gives us more proof. Let's look into it. I think that is is fascinating. Now, some who have this call them alters. You called them parts. And you found out that you had 22 parts, but four were more front and center, you being one of the four. Now, it's interesting because there is what's called integration. You know, there are some people that want to, you know, take all the personalities and bring them back to one. But you actually really like these parts. You don't want to get rid of them. Why is that? Um, they did a lot for me. They um, endured a lot of abuse for me. And I 
in my own heart, believe that they deserve a right to like live also and live a happy life. Um, so we are at a stage where it's sort of integrated because I am the host and I am the most centered person. Um, but my other personalities are kind of like in a line behind me um, and they like pop out with like friends or whatever. Um, but they get to live like a natural, like happy life now because I, and then they, they also trust me to lead, um, which mm. was a huge thing I had to work on in order to be able to be at this stage of recovery um, versus like having to integrate them. Well, I, I, I think finding a way to work with them and to work together, and I know some of them are kiddos, right, and some are, you know, teenagers, and, and so everybody's kind of at a different uh, maturity level there. But you, you did find yourself around 27 years old in a relationship with a woman, and you just felt more safe there, obviously, given the different abuses you had had with men over the years. But if one of your parts was texting your partner saying not nice things um for anybody who may have did or wonders if they do you know how do you balance having a relationship with all these other alters yeah my partner is amazing um for that reason um really just taking each part each personality each part as their own um, and then also coming back to me as the host and saying like, hey, so-and-so is very out of line with me. Can we have a discussion with her? Um, and being able to maneuver my relationship with the parts and then also my partner's relationship with the parts. Um, and just being able to say like what is and isn't appropriate in the relationship and what we won't like stand for in the relationship. Um, at the end of the day, it's my relationship that's um, the one that's in play, but the other personalities also play a role in it. Well, and again, you kind of have to be the leader of the ship there in terms of, you know, giving all the parts guidance. And you actually, it's it's interesting because um, with all the abuse that you've gone through and all the self-harm and all the suicidal thoughts, you really had to turn to your faith to get through it over the years, to really not harbor that pain. What has your been your relationship with your faith in terms of, of managing all this? Um, I've always looked to my higher power. I couldn't imagine. I don't believe my higher power put me through what I went through um, to make me stronger, or better, or anything like that. But I do think my higher power has been able to take what was done to me and make something bigger out of it than I am. Um, so I hold on to that a lot. I hold on to the fact that my higher power has something in store for me and is able to use um, the free will of other people's and the, the hurt that was done to me for me to do greater good. Mm, I love that. And, you know, your, your brother obviously... Um abused you and you found out more about that as you went along learning about the different parts that you had and how they kind of managed that pain for you um but but you also were very much hurt by your mom's neglect and her anger have you been able to forgive them i have been able to forgive um what has happened um i have forgiven my mom personally um and i do have a very limited boundary proof 
relationship with her right now. Um, my brother, I have forgiven like what has happened. Um, I'm not completely positive if I've forgiven him as a person. And I also do not have a relationship with him because he has not changed in any way um, to my knowledge. So I choose to not engage with him. Mm-hmm. Well, and sometimes you just have to do what's going to protect you, right? I mean, you've got a lot that you're managing with everything, the the parts and your own anxieties and just, you know, finding a way to thrive. Because again, you are smart, you are very sociable. And one of the things that you wanted to do early on, because you had had a social worker mentor, and you wanted to become a social worker. And, you know, obviously, your 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 third treatment center really rang home to you. And, and you, you're obviously a part of their organization now. But I guess my question to you is, through all of this, how do you think this has, I guess, affected or kind of guided you into your life purpose? Um, yeah, I used to not know that I had stuff to give back to the world. My job now is all giving back to the world. I work for the treatment center in the alumni community that I went to, um, being able to give my recovery to other people and guide them on their recovery. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and that is a very special gift that you can do that for someone else. And, you know, what are some of the, what are some of the signs that if somebody has gone through, I mean, you went through a lot of abuse of different kinds, but what are some of the signs that people should look for? I mean, obviously, it seems like your your basketball coach and that social worker, they were all kind of zoomed in. But I mean, even they probably didn't know the extent of it. You know, were you just a really, were you really good at hiding it? Or were there signs that people missed? Um, I think I was really good at hiding the abuse. However, the mental health concerns, the depression, the self-harm, the eating disorder behaviors, um, if you notice someone restricting multiple times or using any other eating disorder behavior, um, self-harm was a huge red flag for my high school um, team, I like to call them. Um, and knowing that if I was self-harming, that meant something else was going on. So that eating disorder, the self-harm, and the depression really helped me cope with the abuse. Um, but that's what the my high school team like picked up on. Mm -hmm. And it, it, that, that miscarriage that you went through, you know, that was devastating, you know, the abuse, but you really have landed on your feet in such a way that I'm just so proud of you for all that you've gone through and, and how you've come out the other end. And you know, you've even been able to find a way to cherish your body, not look at it and be disgusted because you actually didn't like your body. You didn't like the way you looked. But today you confidently can, you know, like yourself and have a life of purpose. So honestly, Theresa, I'm so proud of you. And thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Nancy. Thank you. And for everyone listening, honestly, if you're going through any ounce of what she's gone through, please make sure you reach out to a hotline, get the resources you need, the support you need. We will help you here at Living Full Out to gain those resources as well. I'm Nancy Solari. This is the Living Full Out Show. We'll be back. To some people, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. 
but that's not necessarily true. By six months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I gotta tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation, and it feels good. Wow, your story is so... Uh, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project, so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this, or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. When it comes to accepting guidance so that you can move forward, it's about being arms wide open, ears open, eyes open. 
being willing to digest the advice that someone gives you. But remember, ultimately, you are the one that makes the decision. And that's a great thing. Follow your heart, lead with passion, know that good things are possible, and even getting through the painful times, well, that's just part of living full out, but you can do it. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. As a professional motivational speaker, Nancy can assist you to blow through your setbacks and start living full out. If you have an inspirational story you want to share, email us at connect at livingfullout.com. Once again, here's Nancy. Thank you for joining us today. I am Nancy Soleri, and this is the Living Full Out Show. And today we're talking about accepting guidance so that you can move forward. And I really appreciate this topic today because I think sometimes we just don't know what to do, and that's okay. I mean, I remember, gosh, in the early years of losing my vision due to retinitis pigmentosa, I, I just remember thinking, okay, I know I have this eye condition um, if it just doesn't get any worse. And that's even when I was driving. And then, better believe it, it got worse. And the day came where the lines on the road were no longer there. And I had to stop driving and get creative with learning the bus system and taking cabs. I mean, there was no Uber and Lyft then, so I just had to get resourceful. But I also remember thinking, okay, I'm looking at my computer, I'm using a mouse, and then sure enough, the day comes where gosh, where is that mouse? Hmm, where is that mouse? And I'm, you know, very frantically trying to, you know, shake my mouse so I can see it. I'm um, putting little extra, you know, attributes to the, to the arrow, you know, little tails on it, anything I could do to help my eyes track it. But surely in time, the mouse truly disappeared. And it, it's kind of scary, you know, when you start to see things that allow you to be independent fade away on you, literally. And I remember a really talented tech person. Uh, she does, um, her name is Sue, and she does a lot of low vision aids for those of us who are legally blind and blind and various visual impairments. And I was using the software program at the time called ZoomText. And ZoomText was great. It had talking software, but it also magnified uh, the screen and did color contrasting. And it, it's still around, and it's a great platform for those that are visually impaired but can still see enough. However, in talking to Sue, you know, she knew what RP does. She knew the next phases that I would be going through. And I'll never forget the day when she was like, you know, Nancy, I think you should purchase and I think you need to move to JAWS. And JAWS was this program that no longer depended on a mouse. It no longer depended on the person seeing. Contrast didn't matter. Enlarging text didn't matter. It was really basically just auditorial software to help one navigate the web and emails and beyond. And I was thinking, oh, no, 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 Sue, I, I don't, I can still see this. I got this. And, and uh, you know, was admitting that, you know, the next phase was coming. And, you know, her guidance, I eventually accepted. I mean, kind of like stewed on it a bit, but I'm so glad I did. I mean, she trained me on it on a weekend, and it must have been literally two months later that my eyes took a jump. And there's no way that I could have 
continue the work I was doing, my career in real estate at the time, there's no way I could have done that, you know, if I had still had just Zoom text because I could, the the screen of the computer was just all white. I couldn't see anything on it. It just literally happened overnight. And so I always look back on that moment thinking, gosh, if I had stayed in my own way, saying, no, 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 I don't want that software. It's for people who are blind. I'm not blind yet. But I'm so glad that, you know, when she urged me to do this, you know, forward thinking, I'm glad I took action. It, it, I never missed a beat. I mean, my clients were happy. I was still negotiating contracts. And I was able to continue to thrive due to her guidance. And I think sometimes, you know, we need other people to set us straight. And you could be that for someone else as well. If you constantly tell people what they want to hear, and you coddle them and you get make it all warm and fuzzy, are you really helping them? Or is it possible that you can see something they can't see? Over time, I had to get creative even with dating, right? I, it became hard to see apps. It became hard to see websites. And, you know, my ability to do a long glance across the room and lock eyes with someone, well, that became harder to do as well, being legally blind. But, you know, through conversations with other legally blind folks, you know, with the assistance of friends and literally my assistant, you know, we've been able to find ways to get out there and do online dating and, and have a lot of fun. Because remember that life is not just, you know, one big pie of it all being the same. There's slices to you. Part of you is a career you, part of you is a dating, going out, sociable you. Another part of you may need peace, may need to meditate, you know, tap into your faith, have time to pray, have time to just be alone. And I think sometimes when we're able to take the guidance of others, we're able to to grow as a person. Now, the only caveat I want to say to all this is you know yourself best. So if someone gives you advice, it doesn't feel like the right fit, feels uncomfortable, not in a good way, it's okay to say no. But it's also good to be open to what you can't see for yourself. Now, we want to make sure that beyond today's show, you continue to be supported. Reach out to us at connect at livingfullout.com. We can give you further resources. Also, make sure you go to social media, connect with us there. As always, here's to all of you living full out. Thank you for listening to the Living Full Out Show with Nancy Soleri. To learn more about this program, visit livingfullout.com for the latest episodes. Connect with the Living Full Out community by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Here's to you, Living Full Out.